Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Wellness Wednesday Inspiration. My name is Fernanda, and I am actually doing a solo show with a special guest today. Dr. Linda is on a meditation seminar with Dr. Joe Dispenza. We've been talking a lot about Dr. Joe Dispenza, and actually, I went, I went to the seminar uh, with Dr. Joe Dispenza as well last month, and it was a very uh, incredible, unbelievable experience. So if anybody has heard of Dr. Joe Dispenza's work, I would highly recommend it if you haven't. Uh, but anyway, going back to today, today I am actually going to be interviewing a person that has had a significant impact in my life. He is a results coach and he is a very talented speaker, producer, teacher, entrepreneur. His name is John Talarico, and I really hope that a lot of our clients actually join today um, because he really is an incredible person. Uh, John is widely regarded as one of the top business mindset and networking coaches in the world. He teaches clients how to build and create the exact relationships they need to connect to their dreams, their message, and their marketplace. For the last decade, he has studied the science of achievement, having been personally mentored by the legendary Les Brown, probably the best motivational speaker in the world. He's currently the host of the Million in You podcast dedicated to helping people uncover their inner greatness. He has worked with some of the world's most powerful celebrities, influencers, thought leaders, millionaires, and billionaires. And it's always looking for ways to use the power of connection to create the life of their dreams. He also devotes himself to other causes. He has a big, he was a big brother for two years, a volunteer for free arts for abused children. And for the past four years, he has volunteered for the Starkey Hearing Foundation, given the gift of free hearing, hearing aid all around the, the globe. He's also the father of two beautiful children, Gianna and Michele. And he's worked with people like Les Brown, Akon, Bob Proctor, Brian Lara, Salman Khan, Sonia Riccati, Annick Singal, um, Damon John, Kevin Harrington, and many, many others, and students from across five continents. Without further ado, let's bring the man of the hour, Mr. John Talarico. Good evening, good afternoon, everyone. Great to be here, Fernanda. Thank you for having me. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. Yes, it was very long because you're very accomplished. <laughs> Uh, it's still a lot of work to do, but uh, super excited to be here. Um, you know, happy for Dr. Linda that she's at that amazing event with Dr. Dispenza, but it allows me to come here and share this time with you and your guests. So really excited. Thank you for having me again. I'm very excited to have you here as well. And just for the audience, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. Well, I grew up, you guys, I give you the Re Reader's Digest condensed condensed version. I grew up in Michigan, Flint, Michigan. You know, you guys know that city, the one with the lead in the water. Um, always had someone looking out for me, right? My grandmother always was promoting and pushing me to, to study the art of achievement, right, and human success. Started at a very early age, making me listen to Les Brown every Sunday night on the radio from the first AME church in Detroit. And that lit a fire in me about something that was that I could do more and be more and have more, right? Listening to Les every Sunday. And I promised her one day I would meet that man. And so now, as you know, Fernanda, I, I host a weekly class with him. He's one of my one of my clients, dear friends. Uh, but what happened is for decades, right? I would start and stop, start and stop because I never really understood how to make permanent change. I, I did not understand what I know now, 
which is how that we can actually change our results by changing our mindset and our thinking. And that's it. I've been fired from every job that I held. And uh, it took me a long time to finally understand that the only real issue that we face in the world is ignorance in the sense of not knowing that all of you, all of us, have exactly everything that we need to become successful and live the life of our dreams. So here we are now. Uh, I host a weekly class with, with Les Brown. I am one of Bob Proctor's 1,500 or so uh, consult, certified consultants around the world and uh, have hundreds of clients, uh, amazing people just like you and me, just who know that they're here to do something more, to be more and to give more. So that is the short version. That's awesome. And John, uh, one of the things that is pretty um, cool about you and different actually is that you don't call yourself a mindset coach. You don't call yourself a business coach. You call yourself a results coach. Yes, exactly right, Fernanda, because it's, that's what I do. It's about getting people results. You know, so many other people think that they just uh, can try to convince people that they they need them to achieve success. I I know that everyone has within them the ability to do, be, and have whatever they want. So what I like to say is that I am a results coach because the proof is in the results. I want to make sure that my clients, if they do exactly what I ask them to do and follow the blueprint, there is an exact blueprint all based on universal law to success. And if you do not certain things, but if you do things in a certain way, you will get exactly what you want. And so, you know, you've been uh, on this journey. We have an amazing family. It's, I don't even call them clients. They're my friends and their family, right? It's a, it's an amazing community of like-minded people that, that I put together. And so, um, yes, it's, you know, they get amazing results because it's not because of me. It's because they, they are willing and open to do things in a different way than they've ever done before. And what you actually started talking to was my next question. You, there is a science to success. There is a blueprint to success. Can you tell us a little yes. bit more about that? Yes, great question, Fernanda. Happy to you guys. There is a way, you guys, the top 5% of the people in the world think, act, and operate. And it's all based on universal law, on God's law, right? That uh, these laws are true for all people and all places and all times. And if you understand and follow that blueprint, you can have whatever you want. That's what I talked about a little bit few minutes ago, right? The awareness to know that we have everything we need. You know, the Wright brothers, when when they were you know trying to master the sky, right? They didn't go against natural nature's laws, but they found a way to work with them. And so there are people who are very successful. You can become very wealthy and not understand how you did it, right? You can't duplicate it. You can't teach it to anybody. But when you understand the science to know that if you do things in a certain way, you can get whatever you want that you were created in God's image, right? You're the highest form of creation. And that while we're here, we're here to make a great contribution to not only ourselves and our family and our friends, but our community, our country, and ultimately the world. Okay, that's uh, that's great. And so you've mentioned that you have a group of family, not, not just clients, but family that join your program and you work with them to help them understand the science to success, this blueprint to success, and understand that everybody has their own greatness and the million in you inside of them. So how do you actually help your clients obtain those results? Great, great question. And I, I see a few of my clients on here, Dr. John Gray and, and Winnie, of course, and uh, great to see you guys. So what we do is we first of all have to have the understanding. This is not understanding that, that we were brought up with the stuff that they teach you in school where they tell you if you know this much uh, stuff that you learned on this date at this time, we're going to tell you how smart you are. No, 
what, what I teach my clients and I give them is understanding to know that there is an exact way. And the first thing that they need to understand is that they have to decide what they want. Most people don't know what they want. They'd rather, and that requires thinking, right? We're not taught how to think in school. We're taught how to memorize. So the first step is, what do you want, right? I ask everyone, very first question I ask them is, what is it that you want? And then I get them to get very clear on what they want, not what they think that they can get, but what is it that they would truly love to do? And we'll talk in a little bit about how we use our higher mental faculties to do that. But I just get them to start dreaming again, start to build the fantasy in their mind about what they would love to do if they did not have to worry about how it was going to happen. What would you love to do? Now, then the second step is that it's not enough just to want something. You have to stay on a very high vibration. How do you stay on a high vibration? You have to discipline yourself. You have to be persistent and move forward in faith. Persistence is just faith. And then when you move forward in faith and you realize that you have these mental paradigms, these mental habits, which are going to try to bring you back to safety, the awareness there is to know that you can replace those paradigms with new paradigms, that you're in each and every moment either choosing faith or fear. And then you go all in for an end. You have to be willing to die for what you want, right? Because you're dying for what you don't want. You take massive daily trackable action and, and you just, you go all in. And when the committee, as I call it, starts to hold their daily meetings as they will, when we hit and bounce up against that terror barrier, I show them ways to bust through that thing, right? And where, as Andrew Carnegie says, we will meet our other self. That is where you come to realize that you have deep reservoirs of untapped, unlimited potential and ability. And so that's that's what we do. I get them to understand that they can actually literally change their thinking and change their life, right? They can think their way into the results they want. Now, let me just back up a second. Most all of us operate from a very old model, right? We live from our five senses, What we mostly what we see and hear, right? We see that we get another bill in the mail. We hear another debt collector call us on the phone. And we operate from anxiety, worry, doubt, fear, right? Anger, depression. The new model is that we now have the awareness, and this is what we do over the course of six months, to understand that we do have these higher mental faculties. That we can tell, yes, John Gray, Dr. John Gray knows C-type goals. Uh, and I'll remind me, Fernando, we'll, we'll address that in a second. But the new model is that we actually realize that we can choose our thoughts in each and every moment, that we can operate our life from our higher mental faculties, use our imagination, see ourselves as a person we wish to become. And as Neville Goddard talks about in The Power of Awareness, we can live from the end, use our imagination to see ourselves as a person we wish to become and not have to think that we need to go towards somewhere, but live from somewhere. And that's what we do. Yes, sir, Dr. Joe, talk to me. So one of the things that um, comes to my mind when I'm hearing these and live from the end and talk about the results that you want and be unreasonable and all these things, and for everybody listening, they may say, well, that's easier said than done. <laughs> and, and what I think it's actually, it's moving past the comfort zone, what literally prevents so many people to taking that next step to doing something that they've never never done before, to go outside of what they do on a daily basis to achieve a different result in their lives. Right. So when you get stopped by that barrier, by that fear, by that voice inside the head, by the committee, how do you actually move past it and say, you know what, this is what I want and I am willing to go all for it, but without letting the fear basically stop you? 
great, great question, Fernanda. And obviously that stopped me for, for not just years, but for decades, right? So that's why so many of us, right? I'll speak for myself as well. I'd go to seminars. I would buy courses. I would read books and I would swear and announce it to the world, my, my friends and family. This is it, you guys. I found the solution. And, my, you know, Sunday night, the seminar ends. Monday morning, I'm up early, taking massive action that day. And then by Friday, I'm right back to the old results. Seminar comes back around and six months or nine months later, I go back to the seminar determined and promising myself that won't happen again. No way, not this time. And again, Monday, I'm up early. And this time, maybe I make it two weeks. And then I go right back to the old way of being. Why? We have to understand that we have this built-in cybernetic mechanism, that it's a programming. It's, a, it's almost like when you buy a new computer, you guys. If you go start digging in inside of your memory of your computer, you'll find programs that have been installed in there that you don't even recognize or know that are on there. And so our, our mind is the same way. We have things that have been installed in us, in our subconscious mind from when we were very little, from our environment, from our parents. So what we need to understand is that we have to change our mind. So when I tell somebody, you don't have any other problem other than you need to change your mind. And they look at me blank, right? Because we all think in images. And if you ask someone to describe the mind to you, they'll most likely describe a human brain. That is no more the mind than is your finger, right? So we have to have an image. So thank goodness for Dr. Thurman Fleet back in early 1930s, 1932, I believe he was a chiropractor. And he said, we have a problem in the healing arts. Uh, you know, you're, this is great for your show with uh, Wellness Wednesday. We have a problem in the hearing arts healing arts because we're just treating symptoms and not the causes. We have the ability with this supercomputer right here to do anything we want. That's why you hear about stories of a 70, 80 year old grandmother lifting a car off their, their grandchild, right? In that moment, life and death moment and, and drawing. And when you ask them after how they did it, they can't explain it. So we have to understand that we need an image first to change our mind. So what we do, we, we have the infamous stick person you've come to know so well, Fernanda and all my clients. Right. And just imagine you guys, basically a large circle line right across the top. Right. You've got your conscious mind. You've got your subconscious mind. And the third part of it, a smaller circle on the bottom is your body. Right. The body is just an instrument of the mind. Now, where we get fooled is because we have free will and we operate from our conscious mind. We think we're in charge. But what happens is through this this course that we've been doing over six months, my clients come to understand that we have paradigms, which are mental habits that are habitual. And most of our behavior is habitual. Those have been installed in the subconscious mind, which runs about 95% of your life. And that's why when you guys even make promises to yourself, we don't keep them, right? Then we come to know the knowing doing gap, right? Fernanda, you, your audience probably know a lot of things about health and wellness from what you and Dr. Linda have been able to share. Now, we all know if we get up a little bit earlier, drive down the street, Go to the gym, uh, we'll get it in better shape and we'll actually feel better. We know if we want to release weight, we just stop eating dessert or, or soda or whatever, right? That we will actually lose weight. But there's a difference between what we know and what we do. Again, back to understanding these mental habits and paradigms. So now that we have an image, we can then start to work on changing our mind. So this is why we can actually not pay attention to anything that has happened up until now. And we can work to change our thinking. How do we do that? Know that we have the paradigms, these mental habits, and work to replace those one or two at a time. Right? And I have all my clients, you know, we write out our goal, right? We, we have a new daily routine. 
Now, the only way to change these habits, the only way to change a paradigm, there's only two ways. An emotional impact, something like 9-11, it's usually something very negative, or constant space repetition. Writing out your goal 10 times a day in the morning and at night. Writing and creating a life script that my good friend Peggy McCall created, right? Writing out and creating your life as you see it a year from now. Prayer meditation, gratitude list, study. Study and understanding is how you change paradigms, right? Constant space repetition, doing the same thing over and over again. And then as you touched on earlier, Fernandez, starting to think illogically, being unrealistic, and then knowing that you are then unstoppable. And so one of the things that I learned from uh, thinking into results when I was doing the program, and thankfully, before I got to know about thinking into results, I've always been very like self-driven, self-motivated, always thinking bigger, right? Than my circumstances actually around. And that this has been all my life, mm -hmm. but I never really had a goal written down. And as I came to thinking into results and we start going about goals, A type goals, B type goals, C type goals, and I'll let you explain that a little bit. Uh, but I understood that not having a goal and not having a goal written down, it's, it can actually make the difference between you being successful and you literally just surviving in your life, basically living versus existing, right? And exactly. so the reason why it's because we are basically goal-driven individuals and without a goal, we have no, not, we're not shooting at everything, right? We don't have a target. So can you tell us a little bit more about goals and goal setting? Great, great question, Fernanda. Yes, all my clients, we have our goal cards, right? I make everyone write it down. And so I've learned from Bob Proctor, we talk about A, B, and C type goals. A type goals are, you want to go get a new car, Fernanda, right? And you already know how to do that. B-type goals are things where we tell ourselves if all these things line up correctly, then we'll take action. And what happens? Maybe one or two of those never happen. We bounce right back to not doing anything, right? Just existing, not really living. Then we have what Joe or I think Dr. John put in the chat box, right? We have C-type goals. Those are wants. These are things that you've never done before and you have no idea how you're going to do it. But that's where you start to build the fantasy again, right? You start to get excited. You have to fall in love with your goal. People say, oh, I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't have any, you know, I don't have any energy. I'm tired. And, you know, it's no, you don't have any desire because you're not, you don't have a goal. So when you start to write your goal down, writing constitutes thinking. It activates a different part of the brain. And you want to be looking at that goal card each and every day, right? I'm so happy and grateful now that. And then what do we do? We put a date to it. You have to be very clear about what you ask for, right? Everything you're seeking is seeking you. Some clients who say they want to earn a million dollars and I tell them, OK, well, when you turn 90, you get a million dollars. The universe, God, spirit, whatever you believe has now honored your goal. And that's why you have to be very specific on how you ask. Right. So you write it down. You put a date to it. A date. What is a date? A date is just your best guess. Then I always get bombarded with that same question. Right. What happens if I don't reach my goal? Well, that's where one, two things. I remind everyone to stay in today, that's all we have, right? And number two, give it everything you've got. Take massive daily trackable action till 11 p.m., 59 minutes and 59 seconds. And then you have to, you move out the date, right? The plans can change, the goal cannot. You just move it out. I've had to move out several several of my goals a few times. I know Bob Proctor's, you know, he's missed his goal by a year and a half sometimes. And so we don't worry about that, right? We don't worry about how it's going to happen. We write it down. And then we take, you know, daily massive action and move 
and get moving, Fernando. We got to go, right? It's, uh, you know, my favorite saying is the universe loves speed. Success loves speed. And you can collapse time when you have an understanding to know that you have everything already here in one form or another. Right? So someone as successful as you and as ac accomplished as you, what drives you? What inspires you? Yeah, you know, what inspires me is when uh, I speak to people who aren't, um, aren't happy, right? They feel like they've given up. And so I'm on a mission really to change a million lives or more. I want to let people know that hope is here, right? That no matter what has happened to them that or through them, right? That they're not through, that there is still work to be done, that they have that, well, I t you mentioned earlier, that million in you, that one unique thing that they do better than anyone else on the planet, that special gift. You know, you're, you're here to grow, right? You were created in God's image, right? And so you're here to create. And while we're here, we realize that we're all in this together, right? You know, I don't talk about having a competitive mindset. You have to have a creative mindset. That's why you need to fall in love with what you put on that card. And you start it and you read it out each and every day. Now, that's why for those of you who don't know my story, look, I, you guys, I tell all my clients this. If I can do this, if I can turn my annual income into a monthly income, if I can have the life of my dreams, if I can attract the partnerships, If I can attract the clients, if I can, you know, you know, attract the relationships that I want in my life, then I know anyone can, right? And so it comes down to making what? That committed decision. It comes down to taking massive action, right? With persistence. Persistence is just faith. And, and going all in, right? Hmm. And that's what it takes, right? Taking action. <laughs> taking action every single day and stopping the committee and just being being committed to your cause, to your mission. And there is a quote that I like that says, when the why is big enough, the, or the, yeah, the, when the why is big enough, the facts don't count. Right. So having that goal that it's so big, that wakes you up in the morning, that makes you literally just take action, massive action every single day, uh, really n nothing else matters. And I actually, I have my own testament of that when I was pregnant 17 and not really having anything for me at the time, financially, relationship-wise, support-wise, and not speaking the language, not knowing what was gonna be next, literally finding myself completely alone, but I had a why. The why was my son, being able to provide with a life that where he could have everything that he needed and wanted and more. And so I didn't care that I didn't speak the language. I didn't care that I was broke. I didn't care that I was, that I had no support, that I was not in any good, really healthy relationships. I did not care. I said, I'm going to do it. And this is it. And, and, and that's the end of it. And then things start happening, right? They start showing up, the right help, those resources and help along the way. And, and if you are not questioning every single day and just moving in faith and taking action every single day, you're every single day getting closer and closer and closer to, to that dream. Exactly. No, exactly right, Fernando. You guys, look, here's here's the deal. What we do in thinking into results is really we get back to the basics. Uh, there are no secrets, right? The, the only secret in the world, and all the philosophers, theologians, scientists, uh, everyone has disagreed about everything except that one thing, right? Is that we become what we think about. So then it comes back to belief, you know, and sometimes we have to borrow other people's belief in ourselves until we can get our belief to catch up to what we know is true, right? We have these two belief systems. All of you do, right? It's the one that you 
project to the outside world. And then there's the other belief system, the one that you tell yourself when you're alone, right? The one that this committee kind of runs. The key is to understand that that is a false belief system and know that your results can never outperform that belief system, but it can be changed. And how do you change that? Doing things in a different way than you've ever done before. Standing in, doing things that other people would say might be are crazy or stupid. Writing out your goal a hundred times. Standing in front of a mirror two minutes a day for 30 days, reading the self-confidence formula from Napoleon Hills, thinking grow rich. That's another great example, Fernanda. If you ask uh, most people, entrepreneurs and everything, how many of you have read Think and Grow Rich? Everyone's hand goes up. That's the best book around. It's the greatest book. He actually gives you the secret to getting exactly what you want to becoming rich in the book. There's six steps right in there. And then you ask everyone, anyone, how many of you actually have, are doing on a daily basis the things that Napoleon Hill tells you to do? And you'll find maybe one or two hands go up. So it's understanding that we have this programming. Knowing that we have to change it, knowing that we have to reprogram and master our mind, right? And so we, we do that with belief. We borrow someone else's belief until we can believe in ourselves that all things are possible, right? We are learning how to exchange fear, doubt, worry, anxiety, and uncertainty for faith, right? And so when you change your belief, you can change your world. Ernest Holmes said he wrote The, the Science of Mind. He also wrote a great book I'm reading right now called The this thing called you. He said, the answers to your problems lie not in God's willingness, but in your ability to believe. And most of us don't believe that we can do whatever we want, right? We have these limiting beliefs that, you know, cause us not to take action. They paralyze us. You know, this past weekend, right? We're, we're being sent pictures from Mars. Belief is what caused us to put a man on the moon. Belief is what caused us to be able to have this kind of conversation uh, broadcast all over the world. You're, you're over there in in Arizona and I'm over here in Atlanta. Belief is what caused us to master the sky that we can actually fly in this steel tube and be halfway around the world in 16 or 17 hours. So that's why it's so important that we actually also watch our language, right? You wanna to repeat to yourself certain statements. Those statements are ones that let you know that you can do anything you want. You don't have time. When you fall in love with your goal, you don't have time to entertain negativity and nonsense, right? Absolutely. And so the self-image, it's extremely important because we can never outperform it. However, a lot of those beliefs were placed on us from a very early age. And most people, I would say, actually, most people go to the grave, you know, get to the end of life. And they never understand that all of the decisions and everything that drove them during the whole life was actually just literally believes that did not even belong to them it was they were placed on them by their society where they were born by their parents grandparents culture etc etc by the age of six and yet yeah. when we don't know you don't know what you don't know right so when you don't know that you have these beliefs and you don't know that you can actually change them or you don't know how to change them then that's when you come to place right and you help people understand yes. these beliefs and and take this out and plant new lifting beliefs that are going to help people reach their goals right oh great point fernanda and i want to just go back to uh, why people sometimes get frustrated because they don't necessarily see physical evidence of their goal they get frustrated like well i wrote it down i'm doing all the work and it's not happening remember what i talked about earlier that there is a blueprint for success all based on universal law one of those laws is the law of gestation, right? There's an incubation period for everything. When you were 17, Fernanda, I knew you probably knew within nine months or so that you're gonna have uh, your son, Sebastian, right? So 
uh, I believe, to grow corn is 70 days. So we know the time frame of an incubation of a physical seed. We do not know yet. I know that day will come eventually of how long it takes for a spiritual seed to grow, to manifest. And so that's why you want to hold the course. It's the belief in the things that you cannot see is where all the greatest miracles, inventions, and movements have happened over the course of human history, right? To believe in the things that you can see is no belief at all, Abraham Lincoln said. But to believe in the things you cannot see is both a, a triumph and a blessing. Now, we have been programmed that unless we can see it, it's not necessarily true. But remember, our eyes are deceiving, right? Our eyes deceive us. Seeing is not believing at all. Believing is the seeing. There was a time when everyone on the, the planet thought the world was, was flat, right? And yet one man had a belief, and he held to that belief and to, the, to, to the exclusion of all the naysayers, right? The people who thought he was crazy. And he set out to prove that the world actually was round. The Wright brothers weren't willing to listen to anything, any entertainment. Their own father thought they were crazy. But what did they do? They sat there and talked to each other every night. I'll touch on now, they, they use their higher mental faculties that I alluded to earlier. They said, I see you, Orville. I see you flying through the sky, enjoying, smiling, uh, with a big smile on your face. And so we have our six higher mental faculties. So what are they? They're our will, the ability to focus, right? So many times we get distracted by, by shiny objects, by social media, by things outside of us. And then we lose control of what we're doing. We have reason, our ability to think if something is going to either be a negative or a positive thought. We have our memory, right? There's no such thing as a bad memory. There's just a weak memory. That's why I have all my clients share their wins each and every day because we're telling ourselves and the body and the mind, this is what happens when we take new action. We have our perception, right? Nothing is either big or small, good or bad. It's just our perception. We can change our perception and change our life. And then we have our intuition, right? Our sixth sense that tells us when you know, you just know, right? And so we just tend not to believe it, right? Because we've been so programmed to live from our five senses. But that's God's spirit speaking to you guys. And then lastly, the sixth one, the greatest gift of all that separates us from the animal kingdom, our imagination, right? The ability to dream, the ability to imagine whatever you guys want in your mind and know that it's already done. Everything's created twice, once here and then once as it manifests in the physical world. And that's what I talked about earlier. As Goddard says, you can live from the end because it's already decided here. And so when my clients write out that life script, they see themselves a year from now and they live not going to that place. They live from that place in the present moment. And then they take massive action. Right. And and that's that's what we do for now. And that is um, I think imagination is so important because the brain or the mind doesn't actually know the difference between what you are imagining and what, what's happening in your outside world. And so I was actually um, reading an article that was done by a group of scientists with Miami Dolphin uh, NFL players. Mm -hmm. And so half of the group was actually, uh, you know, told that they had to run these uh, obstacle course. And the other half of the group were told to imagine, simply imagine that they were doing the same obstacle course. And at the end of the study, they did um, a test to see brain connections. Mm -hmm. 
And it turned out that the brain connections that were done by the group that were imagining the obstacle course and the group that actually did the obstacle course were exactly the same. So the brain doesn't really have a way to differentiate if you are actually living right now in your in the most beautiful place in the world and if you're having your you know the life of your dreams or you're living in the reality uh, right now it, it's up to you what you put in your mind basically exactly exactly so john what can someone expect from working with you during the six months they can expect that when they decide what they want fernando what they not what they think they can get but what they truly want when they build that fantasy again that they can expect to get it they can expect to have whatever they want. They can expect if they want that dream relationship with that person that they've always been looking for, they can have it. If they want to turn their annual income into a monthly income, you can have it. It's done all the time. You only have to ask yourself these two questions. Am I able to do what I would really love to do without worrying about the how? You can always find someone who's either done it or is doing it. The second question you all need to ask yourself is, am I willing to do what it takes? And this is what separates the people who actually achieve the results from those who, who don't and just find fault with everything else, become the victim, blame other people and, and things that it's not working. Am I willing to do whatever it takes? Am I willing to commit an hour a day to doing things in a completely different way than I've ever done before? Am I willing to be 100% responsible? Am I willing to be accountable? And accountability is your insurance policy to success. And, and so that's, that's what it is, Fernand. It's about making a committed decision, going all in, right? And not worrying about your external circumstances, right? Things are always going to be happening to us. But thinking into results, my, this is not a six-month course. This is actually a way of life. And I tell all my clients, whenever you get that goal card written out, you can actually achieve it tonight. We just don't believe it, right? So I said, all right, borrow my belief in, in you until you can catch your belief up to your new behavior. It does not need to take six months, right? Your goal is to make a million dollars by the end of this year. There's people who after this call today, Fernanda, will receive a million dollars from someplace that they never expected. So what we're doing is we're opening our mind to possibility, to unlimited possibilities. And then we're taking action, knowing that it is already done the minute we decide it in our mind. That when we master our mind, we connect to the right kind of thinking. We connect to the right kind of message, what we tell ourselves that we want, what we truly want. And then we move forward leaving everybody that we come in contact with, with that impression of increase and move forward with faith, not blind faith, but unwavering faith, knowing that you have everything you already need in one form or another, right? Nothing is created or destroyed, right? And so when you move forward with a calmness, when you master the art of calmness, all you should read the art uh, as a man thinketh, right? By James Allen, that chapter on serenity, right? Calmness of mind is one of the true jewels of wisdom. You gain that through long and patient efforts and self-control. You want to get to a place where you are responding to life, not reacting to anything, right? That as Napoleon said, circumstances, I make them. You don't allow anything outside of you to cause you to think, act, or operate in any manner other than what you decide you choose. And, and then you operate, Fernando, from your six higher mental faculties, right? Knowing that you are God's highest form of creation. Knowing that you can move forward, that life doesn't have to be hard. You can make quantum leaps. You can collapse time through understanding and knowledge, right? And you gain that by, by study, studying the right things. And then what happens? You, you see, Fernanda, life moves forward with ease, right? And it, and it picks up and it accelerates. And you can have whatever you want. You build up momentum. And then you're in a state of creation. 
in each and every moment, right? We're either creating or disintegrating. We're either living in fear, or we're living in faith, unwavering faith. And so that's what we do. And as I get the clients, my students to believe in themselves, amazing things happen, right? People, places, opportunities start to show up that they never thought were possible. Words like you won't believe or uh, this is an unbelievable. No, I do believe. And yes, it is believable because that is how the universe and God meant us to live. That while we're here, we're here to find that million in you, right? That one thing special, that unique gift that you've been given. There is nobody else like you on the planet. But while you're here, you're here to figure that out and then use that gift to share with the world and then take massive action and and, and go. We got to get moving, you guys. It's, it's not that you can manage your time. You can only manage your activities. And that's why I said earlier, it's so important that you track what you're doing each and every day. But first and foremost, you have to have a goal. You have to have a goal and you have to have it written down. That's right. Hadija says, yes, uh, you borrow the belief. So that's right, Ruben. I'm going. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, last major question before we start wrapping up, uh, John. Yes, Fernanda. The answer is yes. Here you have uh, paradigms because yes. everybody does, no matter where you are in your life, there's always these beliefs that we carry. <laughs> so how do you actually deal with and uh, transform, change your paradigms? Great question, you guys. And I have them as well. Bob Proctor still gets them. But what happens is through study and understanding, what happens now is you guys start to get and develop the awareness to know of what is running the show. And then you pause for a moment. You ask yourself, is this choice I'm about to make something that's in line with my goal and dream? Or is the paradigm, again, running my life? And you don't stay there very long, Fernanda. They show up. They'll still show up, right? But you now have the tools to make different choices. And that's what thinking into results is all about, right? Knowing that we can choose in each and every moment to think ourselves into the results that we want, that we decide. Awesome. And yes. <laughs> last but not least, uh, where can people find you and work with you? They can find me at johntellerico.com. You guys can uh, send me an email uh, to my assistant, support at johntellerico.com. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and yeah, that's where you guys can find me. We'd love to you know, speak to all of you, really, and let me show you how I can guide you to get exactly what you want out of life. All right. And then uh, we are going to end with a quote. What's your favorite quote? Oh, my favorite quote. Wow. There's so many. Man, I think my favorite quote is actually the one that's on my gold card that I printed. It's, uh, uh, I think, therefore I am, right, by Rene Descartes. I think, therefore I am. You guys, it all comes down to thinking, right? See yourself as a person you wish to become. Know that you were created in pure perfection, right? And that you have deep, deep, unlimited, magical, beautiful, powerful powers locked up inside of you, a special gift that the world needs to, to experience and share it with the world, right? Know that in each and every day that you hold off, you're, you're being selfish in the sense that somebody needs to hear your message, right? And so I, that, is, that would be my favorite quote for now. What is your favorite quote, Fernanda? I am going to also say something about belief because we're in the subject. So mm -hmm. uh, whatever the mind of man can conceive and believe, it can achieve. So it, it's basically the same thing. If you can believe it for yourself, it's possible and you can make it happen. Wonderful. I would only just make one small adjustment to that, Fernanda, that whatever the, the mind of man and woman can, can conceive and achieve. Okay, we're going to have to put a complaint to the person who wrote it. <laughs> yes, yes. 
<laughs> awesome. Uh, John, thank you so much. I'm going to put the links uh, down below where to find John, how to work with him. He is incredible. He's changed my life in so many different ways. I am super honored to have you on today. Uh, thank you for the wonderful opportunity and all of the information that you provided. And because Hadija said, yes, man and woman. <laughs> yes, exactly. Thank you, Fernanda. Yes. And you have also changed my life and you've been a, just an absolute uh, joy. And, and it's just been great to see all the, the changes and transformation in your life. And I'm super honored to be here with, with you and your uh, Wellness Wednesday family. Awesome. And for all of the audience, thank you so much for connecting. We will see you next episode. Dr. Linda will be back by then. And we have uh, Judy, Judy Herman, who's actually a client of John joining us next week. And she's going to be sharing a lot of information as well. So thank you, everybody. And have a rest, a wonderful rest of your Wednesday.